I'm back for the second time this week. <laughs> I went from no episode for two weeks to now you get two. Um, but to be fair, this is uh, like a look. Did my phone just fall on the floor? It did. Love that for me. Anyways, hi. Um, welcome back to the podcast. So this is going to be like a little Q&A thing because I realized... Uh, there's a lot of people that listen to this show who are friends with me in real life, and I'm very grateful to have super supportive friends who will listen to me ramble about uh, murder. However, comma, there's a lot of you guys who are new to this who probably don't know a whole lot about me, so we're going to change that today. <laughs> um, I found a little like basic questions, uh, like Q&A, get to know me questions, and we're just going to have a chill, fun time. I got my ginger ale, my Canada dry, my ride or die. If you don't... Oh, see, we're already learning things about me. I love Canada dry. If Canada dry ever wanted to sponsor this podcast, I would be a-okay with that. And I will take a sip and a drink to that right now. Ah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're just going to... We're just gonna go about this and we're gonna gonna chat. So uh super lax. Let's get into it. Question number one. Where did you grow up? Uh Tampa, Florida, born and raised, and then moved to Inverness, Florida for a little bit. For and when I say little bit, I mean like a a very short Oh, I should probably tell you my name. Hi. <laughs> I'm Victoria Tribble. I'm the host of Crime Traveling Podcast that you are currently listening to right now. If this is your first episode, hey, what's up? Uh, if this is not your first episode, thank you for coming back. All right, cool. Basic intro, back to the first question. Born and raised in Tampa, Florida. Currently, I'm still stuck here. Been here 22 years. I've only ever left Florida as a state once. I went to Texas for 20 less than 24 hours and then came back uh tampa's all right it's okay it's a pretty average uh city i wouldn't say that there's anything otherworldly about it i i um it's fine <laughs> it's fine for growing up it's fine for you know just living in the suburbs and living that life but i would very much like to not be here one day uh and the next question i i just answered it on accident is where do you currently live it's still there um would like to move if at all possible uh the second i get an opportunity to not be here i will not be here and it's not because of the people i love the people i love all of the people that i've met it's probably my favorite part but um when you've been stuck somewhere for so long you just get tired of it. And I want to see other places. I want to try new foods. I want to uh, experience different like weather and not just hot and slightly less hot. So, and if I did move, I don't know where I would move. Where would I want to go to? This is off the dome, by the way. I didn't like plan. I didn't, usually I like to write out my answers. I did not for this. I just have the questions in front of me. <laughs> So if it gets rambly, welcome to this podcast. That's what this podcast is, Victoria Rambling. Uh, yeah, I 
uh, where would I like? I always say I would like to move to like a little seaside town that has like a lighthouse so maybe like maine somewhere and just like somewhere i can just walk everywhere and there's like little local stores that i can go to and it's cute and you can like sit outside you can do that here kind of but like i don't know it's it depends i mean i feel like saint augustine would probably be better for that if we're talking florida but yeah i would like to live somewhere cute and quaint and uh, not as hot, but it seems like everywhere is hot right now. So maybe that's shouldn't be a, on the list of qualifiers <laughs> for my new location. If you guys have any ideas of where I should move in the future, let me know. Uh, how is where you live? Is it cool? Should I move there? Let me know. I've been told many times by people I should move to Canada. I don't know why. They're like, you would do well in Canada. And I'm like, okay, but why? Like, what, what about me is Canada? I feel like, I don't know. I, I, the photos I've seen, there is a place called Victoria in Canada. So maybe that's why they're saying that. But I, every photo I've ever seen of Canada is beautiful. Vancouver looks stunning. Would love to visit there one day. Do I have any people who listen to this show from Canada? Hi, Canada, if I do. Um, but yeah. So, still stuck in Tampa. Would like to not be stuck in Tampa. <laughs> All right, next question is, how tall are you? I feel like I am unintentionally bamboozling people because if you follow me on my Instagram at It's Victoria Dribble, I post photos of my outfits a lot just because I like to document my fashion and, you know, it's been a journey. I've gone through so many different eras of fashion in my uh years 22 years on this planet but my I a lot of the times when people meet me in real life the first thing they say is other than like it's nice to see you is I thought you would be taller because I am 5'1 ish um I round it to 5'1 I'm kind of in the middle I'm more like five foot and a half but two things one I purposely always wear shoes with some type of a lift um I only own two pairs of shoes that aren't lifted and those are my oxford like preppy little shoes that i have and my exercise sneaker my sketchers that i walk in um every other shoe that i own has either a small or a big lift in it so that's one of the reasons why you might assume that i was taller than a hobbit and second is i am good at taking <laughs> photos of myself uh, because when I, a uh, fun fact, if you do see those photos, I, uh, set a, the timer on the little camera thing and I just pose and I pick the best ones out of the lot that I take. Um, but you have to know your angles when you're short, you always want to shoot below. And so it makes you appear taller. Uh, and I'm, if I'm in a group photo, you can tell I'm very short because I'm clearly a, like a foot shorter, not a foot, but like I'm clearly a vast amount of inches shorter than everybody else in the photo. What is average woman height for now? What is average height for women? <laughs> We're Googling this. 5'4". Okay. As of 2018. Okay, so I'm not that far off, but I am still short. Um, how 
Mm, how tall are the hobbits? <laughs> how tall are the hobbits in Lord of the Rings? Between two and four feet tall. Okay, so I'm I'm a good foot taller than a hobbit. So I would be a very tall hobbit then. Um, I do have a t-shirt. It's one of my favorite t-shirts that I... I do not remember ordering it, but I had to have ordered it. It's literally just a plain gray shirt and in just the most boring font ever on the front in black lettering it says I'm not short I'm a hobbit and I do I have worn that shirt out twice in my life I usually sleep in that shirt but I've worn it out in public twice and every time I've worn it people have laughed at it which is what you're supposed to do that's the point or they'll stop me and be like what does your shirt say so I stopped wearing it out in public because uh I don't like talking to people um not because I'm mean I just I get nervous in social situations <laughs> um but yeah that was a long-winded answer and I'm sorry for bamboozling people who assume I'm gonna be taller that is the one thing I get the most when I meet people who only know me from the internet they're like oh you seem taller in your photos I'm like yeah because I know how to I know how to angle myself all those years of watching America's Next Top Model paid off, bro. <laughs> um, next question is dogs or cats? Um, I like both. I was afraid of dogs when I was a kid. Not when I was like a little kid, but I went through a period of when I was like a, a kid slash preteen. So like I'm talking like nine to 14 maybe where I was afraid of dogs. I don't know why. Uh, nothing happened to me that involved a dog. I just, but I was also scared of everything. To be fair, I just kind of picked and chose what I was going to be afraid of. I'm not afraid of dogs anymore. Uh, I love dogs. I, there is a dog in my home. It is not my dog. I live with my parents. So my mother has a dog. It is a chihuahua. Its name is Bella. She is a crackhead, I would say. Um... To put it lightly, she she's sweet, but she is um, she likes my mom, and that's it. So that's why I say she is my mom's dog. I will take her out uh, when my mom is not there. I feed her when my mother is not there. But if my mother is there, that is her dog. <laughs> she got the dog. The dog only likes her. <laughs> uh, Bella sits with me occasionally, but, you know. So I've heard from other people who have chihuahuas that, they pick one person that they're like, you're my favorite and everybody else can absolutely buzz off. Uh, and then I have a cat who is my cat whose name is Raven and she is a completely, I call her my shadow because she's an all black cat and she's just eyes. When I take pictures of her, you can't see any of her other fe like facial features, just eyes and a body. Um, and I also call her my shadow because she does not know how to be alone. So if I'm downstairs, she's downstairs. If I'm in the kitchen, she's right behind my feet. If I get up from downstairs to go walk upstairs, it doesn't matter if she's like dead asleep. It doesn't matter if she's actively playing with something. She'll drop everything she's doing to follow me upstairs. Um, we live in a townhome, so it's not like she has like a giant home to walk around. So I'm like, you know where I'm going. I'll be back in a second, bro. But, you know, it's sweet that she likes to... Or if I'm doing my makeup in the bathroom, she'll sit next to the tub and watch me do it. It's very cute. I'm just slowly getting used to having an animal 
like at my feet at all times so I have to watch out but she's great love her uh she's my baby child and I'm a proud mother but to answer that question dogs or cats I like both but if I, I guess since I am the mother to a cat I would have to pick <laughs> a cat uh also just quick side note about Raven she does this thing <laughs> where she likes to sit at the edge of the like she'll on the floor so if I am sitting at the edge of the cat like one end of the couch she'll go to the end that I'm not at and just stare at me like she's not coming up to me to ask me to pet her she's not making noise although she does have a very beautiful voice she has so much to say all the time we be having full-ass conversations um but yeah she I have so many photos of her just staring at me and it's for so long and I'm like do I I know cats can see like ghosts and things like that do I have something following me that I don't know about <laughs> should I get myself checked out do I need an exorcism question mark uh <laughs> but I love her and I do love cats and dogs but I am a proud cat mom so I will say cats um the next question is what year were you born I was born in 99 which is a weird time to be born because it's the end of a decade and to make it even more weird I was born in October of 99 so I was born in the last three months of the 90s so when people are like oh you're a 90s kid I'm like no I was basically a 2000s kid that showed up too early like <laughs> because I was I like to tell people I was a 2000s kid that was raised with 90s elements sprinkled in because I had a lot of toys from when my sister's um were kids and I had a lot of clothing from my sisters that was from the 90s but I am I am kind of if I had to classify myself I was a I was a 2000s kid but I like that my year is almost all nines I think that's pretty cool I also hate telling people how old I am it's well for one I always get the reaction of like oh you look so much younger because I do you realize I look like I'm 12 um and putting bows in my hair doesn't help but I like putting bows in my hair so I'm not gonna stop <laughs> uh but I you know when people are asking me like I don't really have a whole lot of friends who are around my age group a lot of my friends are like 25 mm, I'll say like 27 plus uh which is fine. I've always kind of, even when I was in high school, I was friends with people who were in like two grades above me. Uh, I didn't really ever hang out with kids in my grade. I don't know why. My grandparents like to say it's because I'm mature. I think it's just because I'm in my soul. I'm an 85 year old woman reincarnated. Uh, but nevertheless, <laughs> um, yeah, I always hate it when people are like, what year were you born? And you tell them and they're like oh that makes me feel so old I hate it when people say that because then it makes me feel bad it's not like I can't help when I was conceived that wasn't a choice that I made heck I didn't even choose to come into this world that was thrust upon me and now I have to pay taxes and take SSRIs like that was not a plan that if it was up to me I would be a bird right now like um but I know they don't mean it in like a mean way but it just makes me feel bad because I'm like I didn't mean to make you feel old I just I I don't I can't help that I was born in 
99. I really can't. If I had it my way, I would not have been, I would have been born earlier than that. But, you know, not much I can do to change that. Wasn't my choice. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Um, are you in college? Have you gone to college? No, I have not gone to college. I would like to. I was just talking about that today. Uh, I'm with my my dad because uh, he was like, "You you want to? Is that a thing you want to do?" And um, if I did go, I would definitely take writing. I think probably writing would be my major, some form of writing. Um, and then my minor would have to probably be something in history, right? Like I can't have a history podcast and spend so many hours looking and watching historical content and not have some form of a degree to flash for it but I posted this on my Instagram the other day I love to learn I know that sounds like such a basic thing but I I genuinely in school I enjoyed doing like classwork and doing little packets and reading the books they assigned you. I, the only thing I hated about school was testing. I was not very good at it. I got very nervous. But general work, like, give me a project. Tell me I got to make like a, 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 ooh, like a poster board project. Ugh, those were my favorite. I just, I love a theme. I love cramming knowledge into my brain. I like learning about stuff that I could use is useful or stuff that I'm never going to learn about or going to need in my life because it's not in my career path or in my field like there was a show I don't know if it comes on anymore but it was a show that they used to play in my science class in middle school when uh like you know when your teachers are like I don't have anything else for you to do and they roll in that tv there's a show called dirty jobs and it was this guy and he hosted it and he, he would literally just find like the grossest jobs that people have to do and he would go do it for a day. And that was the whole show. And it was fascinating. I'm pretty sure you can find clips of it on YouTube. I don't know if it still comes on anymore. I believe it was on either the Travel Channel or no. I think it was on Animal Planet. Or was it on Discovery? One of those. But my teacher, my science teacher in eighth grade, I think I mentioned in one of the episodes, or maybe I just told somebody in, in passing, but uh, it was my crazy science teacher who would smack rulers on the tables when you were talking too much and scared the shite out of me. Um, he was like Albert Einstein if Albert Einstein did, like, drugs. Did Albert Einstein do drugs? Hold on. Albert. <laughs> this is going to be the Einstein drug use did i no no okay period he was just big brain okay love that can you imagine his iq was like 162 which is crazy high but can you imagine him on like lsd <laughs> he would be saying i think he would have like created the, a whole nother universe i think he would have like you know you know how Thanos snaps and he like incinerates. Oh my God, he would have become Thanos. I think that yeah, maybe let's not put him on LSD. He's he's not with us no longer. R.I.P. What was I talking about? How do we get here? I genuinely can't remember. This is oh God, no. <laughs> Y'all are seeing live 
on the podcast how my attention span works. I really don't remember what I was talking about. Okay, Albert Einstein, my history teacher. No, science teacher. Oh, my God. What did, What was I talking about? Oh, my God. Dirty jobs. Okay. But how did I get to there? Whatever. But basically, this guy would, like, come in and do, like, different really gross jobs. And I don't remember where I was going with that. <laughs> how did I, why did I bring that up? Oh, because I was talking about learning and how... Like, even if it doesn't apply. So, what I, my, the point I was trying to make was, like, I love to learn, even if it's something that's not going to help me in my own life. I just think it's, like, cool to know shit. I'm the person in the group that will randomly drop facts during conversation. One, because I don't know what else to talk about. And two, my brain is, like, a thesaurus full of useless nonsense. Uh, and I'm hoping one day I drop it in the right convo and then somebody can use it f for their own benefit. Uh but yeah, so all that's to say, I love to learn, would love to go to college. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes it's fun to be in my brain and other times it's exhausting. Uh, <laughs> but yes, I would love to go to college hopefully soon. And if I did it, I would start at a community college because uh, universities scare me. Uh, next question. What is your favorite drink? I'm assuming they mean alcoholic. I do not drink. Fun fact about me. I don't drink mainly because I don't like the way it tastes. All alcohol tastes like NyQuil and the smell of gasoline to me. I think my taste buds are broken. But if we're talking just regular drink, I mentioned it at the beginning. Love a good Canada Dry. I'm a big fan of Cherry Coke. I will always pick that over regular Coke if it is the option. And uh, I love a good Dunkin' Refresher. Those freaking... Duncan has these like green tea flavored drinks and I always get a large because that's how I get my hydration in for the day. I tell myself I'm drinking water, which there's water in it, kind of. Uh, peach passion fruit is my go-to. I know they have like dragon fruit and something else. Uh, but yeah, I get one almost every day. I had one today as we're speaking. So yeah, I try to drink water. I sometimes I forget, but I do have a lot of really cool cups now, so that makes drinking water a lot easier. Also, drinking with a straw. I have some reusable straws that I've been using, and it just makes drinking more fun. It makes it like a game. <laughs> Shoots and ladders, but for your for your liquids. Um, what perfume do you wear? Oh, that's a good question. I don't have... I'm at my grandparents' house right now. The Bath and Body Works... Is it Spotlight? Um, gold Perfume? In the Stars. That's what it's called. Yep, I smell like that. So, if you ever... I have it on right now. I'm going to sniff my wrist. I put it on my wrist, and then I put it on the insides of my neck. Uh, that's how I apply perfume. Or if I'm real lazy, I just spray it and walk through it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've been wearing that perfume... When I was younger, I used to wear Clinique Happy because my grandma is a Clinique fiend and that's all she wears, makeup and fragrance. And then when I was 18, I got gifted in the stars and I've been wearing it ever since. So I like it because it's slightly masculine. I'm not a huge fan of florals on myself. I like it on other people. Uh, 
and that and that's a good point to bring up whenever i say i don't like something whether it be like clothing or a hairstyle or perfume or makeup or whatever the context behind it is i don't like it because i don't like it on myself that doesn't mean i hate it on other people like i feel like when people are like i hate this they mean they hate it in all forms like on other people on themselves they don't want to look at it i have no problem looking like i prefer to wear high-rise pants and high-rise jeans i just think it makes my legs look longer i think it looks better on me i think high-waisted things fit me better because i'm short and i have like no torso i'm like all legs and somehow still short i don't understand it um and then i know there are some people who do not like high-waisted at all they only like low-rise I personally hate the way low-rise looks on me. I think it makes me look weird and disproportionate. But on other people, I think it slays the scene. There's a girl on TikTok I follow. Don't know her name right now. But she's uh, one of those, like, maximalist fashion people who wear, like, a shit ton of layers. Uh, And she only wears low-rise. And she even said in a video, which is so funny now that I said this, some people were commenting and were like, why don't you like high-rise? And she was like, I don't like high-rise because I don't think it looks good on me. But I like high-rise on other people, or high-waisted, I should say. So, yeah, if I'm ever on here or just in general in my life say, I don't like blank, it's because I personally do not prefer it for myself. But that doesn't mean that I hate looking at it, if that makes any sense. Um, but, yeah, I smell like in the stars. I, I like a good masculine-esque scent. But, uh, like a good mix between masculine and feminine. Uh, because I don't like harsh, like, sandalwood stuff. But I also don't love, super love florally scents. So a good mix is in the stars for me. So, yeah. That's what I smell like, in case anybody (laughs) wants to know. I put it on every day. Uh, coffee or tea? I like both. Um, I really only like sweet tea and green tea. So I'm not really, I, but that's because I don't know how to make real tea like British people do. And I would love to learn. I probably could just Google it. But, um, so, but I've been drinking coffee for longer and I only like iced coffee. So I like both. I'm just picky about which ones I do like. I don't like hot coffee. I think it's disgusting. Um, I like iced coffee with a lot of flavoring in it. See, my problem is I don't like, I love the way coffee smells. I do not like the way coffee tastes. So I put so much extra crap in it to where I'm drinking at that point. It's like mostly flavoring and creamer and sugar and I'm drinking like 10% coffee. So maybe, yeah. So the, I, I like super diluted coffee. I do like green tea and sweet tea because I'm Southern. Uh, (laughs) Um... What sports do you play or have you played? Uh, none. I was a orc dork. I was an orchestra kid in school. Uh, my dad, I think I said this on a podcast before. My dad kind of just expected me to run track because both of my sisters were like track superstars. They went to Disney World with it. In Florida, if you make it to the state, uh, you do like county track. And then if you beat that, you go to states. And I don't know if they still hold the states thing at Disney World but they used to when my sisters were in it so you go to Disney World and you compete against a bunch of other kids from each county in the state and then whoever wins at that gets to go to like nationals or whatever so it's very it's like bring it on 
you know the cheerleading movie where they did like competitions uh so my sisters both went to states with track they were very good i don't remember what they ran i think i'm pretty sure tiff did the uh, the, the 100 meter dash yeah because she doesn't know how to pace herself and then I think my sis- sister Samantha, she did relay. I think they put her at the end of the relay. And then uh, I ran track in PE. And then they were like, you should try out for the track team because you're good. And like everybody growing up always told me that I was fast. I, I am a fast runner. I am aware of this. And everybody always made me super aware of it because they're like you're just as fast as your sisters you should do track you would do great so my dad just kind of expected me to do it I think and I didn't want to because while I was fast and I was good at it I didn't enjoy it and if I don't enjoy something you're not going to make me do it unless I have to so I just did music and he was like well if you try out for track, I'll buy you a new computer. Like, he really tried to bribe me by doing And we weren't, like, we didn't have money to be thrown. Like, computers were something you got at, like, Christmas. Not even your birthday. Like, that was a, like, they had to save up for that stuff. There were three of us. And it was, it, <laughs> it's just crazy to me looking back how, like, parents will really, it was giving very toddlers and tiaras. You remember how on that show, which I hate that show, but I used to watch it when I was a teenager. Uh, I watched a lot of shitty television and I'm, I don't, I don't regret it. I think we all did. There was only so much we could watch. It was that or the Duggars. <laughs> um, and the parents on that show would be like, if you do this pageant, I'll buy you a puppy. Like, and it was like, but, but on toddlers and tiaras, the stakes were like, you're going to win money, money that should go into your kids like savings account for when they get older. But, you know, those parents were spending that money with me. There were no stakes. It was just uh, bragging rights. I wasn't going to win money unless I I don't even know if you win money. If you win nationals, I think you just win like a trophy. Do you win money if you win the if you win the Olympics? Is it because it like when you go compete in the Olympics because that's your job, I'm assuming. But a lot of them that compete are teenagers. So do they pay athletes in the Olympics? I mean, I guess so. Because some of them have like sponsored uniforms and like company logos and stuff on there. So maybe that. Hold up. Let's j- hop on Google again. I like how I'm just asking. Do athletes in the Olympics get paid? No, U.S. athletes do not get paid to compete in the Olympics. They can receive money if they win medals during the game or through sponsorships and other benefits. Um, how much money, how much do Olympic athletes get paid for a gold medal? $37,000? And then $22,500 for silver and then you get $1,500 for bronze. Dang! I mean, I know that's like not a whole lot in the grand scheme of things but to receive all at once that's a lot like if you made that in it yeah like yeah maybe I need to go to the Olympics you guys maybe I need to do track again I'll hate it (laughs) um but yeah I did try out for track because my dad said he would buy me a computer and I went to the tryouts and I did the I did the dash literally I did the 100 meter dash I did quite well And then I threw up on myself. (laughs) And the funny thing about it is, 
like usually I didn't get sick from running. It was because I had been in the heat for so long. I am very heat sensitive, which is not I live in Florida. You would think I'd get used to it, but every field day we had in elementary school, I always had to get signed out early because if I'm in direct sunlight for too long, and of course we're in it's field day, you're in a field, there's no trees. Uh even if I'm not doing any activities, I will I will get very sick to my stomach. I, I overheat quite easily. So living in Florida is not the most ideal. I don't go outside unless it's the morning or like in the evening, like seven or eight. That's when I take my little dumb mental health walks, um, which is what I do now for exercise. But yeah, I every field day I would get signed out early because I was like, I'm sick. And I would, they'd be like, no, you're not. You're probably, you just need water. And then I'd go chug water and then I'd throw up. Um, and it wasn't because I wanted to. It was because my body was like, hey, we don't like the heat. So, and then, I, oh, and I also, I've been getting migraines since I was in the second grade because migraines are hereditary and both of my grandmothers had it and my mom so I that's just in our family a lot of the women have very severe migraines and we don't know why uh I know how to manage them now but when I was a kid it was also like if I was in the heat too long I would get a migraine and then my stomach would hurt because my head was hurting it was a whole thing so that's what happened at the track tryout I threw up and funny thing is I threw up on the track but there was a giant trash can literally less than five feet away from me. And I threw up on myself on the track. And so for a week, there was just my throw up on the track. And my friend, who I'm still friends with, hi, Lucas, uh, we did orchestra together. He was in my PE class. And so we were all walking out to PE to go use the track. And everybody was like, ew, what's that on the track? Who threw up? And I was like, Lucas, I swear to God, if you say anything to these people, because nobody knew it was me, except for the people who were at the track tryouts. And I didn't really talk to anybody much. I didn't really have a whole lot of close friends in middle school. So, uh, like, people just kind of forgot about it. But, like, nobody came to clean it off of the track for like oh two weeks until it like rained and finally but there was like a permanent stain and it was so gross and I did stay for the rest of the the tryouts even though I had throw up all over me and it was so embarrassing because that was like there were two days of tryouts and the day that I went was the first day because I wanted to get it over with and that was the one day that like all the cute boys in my grade decided that they wanted to try out for track so and I tried out in what, seventh grade? I tried out for track, I think. Yes, I was a seventh grader. So, Lord knows, I didn't have a boyfriend for like ever at all. Uh, <laughs> the whole time I was at that school. So, I did get a computer though. I got the bag because I I told my dad, I was like, I tried out. I didn't make the team because I think my they were too afraid that I was just going to puke at every track tryout. Because I did the 100, bro. I, that, like, if you don't know how track works, 100 meter dash, literally over in about 10 seconds. Like, it's the shortest thing you can run other than, like, the long jump, but, you know, that's jumping. So, I think they were just scared to put me on the team because they were like, we don't want to have to deal with her puking every time. Because I did quite well in my tryout. I, like, my numbers were good. It was just that I think they were just afraid of me. So... I didn't get the team and I told my dad that I had tried out. I told him everything that happened and then I was like, do I still get a computer? And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, you told me I had to try out. You didn't tell me I had to make it. And he was like, it was that dad look of like, 
I know that you're right and I cannot argue with what you're saying because technically what you're saying is correct, but I'm mad about it. <laughs> and I wasn't really a smart ass as a kid. I was just I was just very literal and I saw the the loopholes for everything. So I did get a new computer. Well, actually, I got my own laptop because I didn't have my own laptop before then. So I got my first computer, I should say. Because, like I said, he didn't he didn't tell me I had to make it. He just said I had to try out. So, no, I didn't play sports. I played music all throughout school. From sixth grade to ninth grade, I played orchestra. So, yeah, I was not a sport. I, I could have been an athlete. I just don't think I was mentally I was cut out for that lifestyle. This next question's fun. It's how would you describe your fashion sense? Uh, mm, it's hard now. I would say if you asked me like a couple years ago, I would have said business casual because I used to like to wear blazers all the time. Again, not a smart fashion choice for Florida because it's hot. I would literally show up to high school, like ninth grade, in a blazer. My favorite one has shoulder pads in it, and it's green, and it looked I looked like a leprechaun in it, and because it, it was way too big for me. Because again, we didn't have a whole like a super ton of money, so any clothes that I would buy would be from like the sale rack or like um, Target or Walmart or something, which I still do shop at. Most of my clothes are from Target, uh, but yeah, my favorite thing was like a blazer and it had obnoxious shoulder pads in it and it really it looked I looked like the dad from Matilda like <laughs> just a just a sh like a terrible car salesman that's gonna scam you uh but yeah I mean I guess inconsistent would be my answer is my fashion sense because right now I'm wearing a white flowy dress with a bow in my hair so I look like a I should be in midsummer. I look like the girl running around the Maypole. Um, but I do like that movie, though. I've only seen it twice, but it's terrifying. Uh, but, you know, yesterday I was in, uh, like, like biker shorts is what they're called. Those, like, short leggings. And then I had an oversized Goosebumps t-shirt on. And my Doc Martens. And I looked like a 90s skater boy. So sometimes I dress up. Sometimes I dress down. Uh, but when I do dress down, it's usually really colorful and kind of obnoxious because I'm learning to wear color and not just to buy everything in black, even though black is my favorite color. Um, and then, yeah, so I guess inconsistent. And then, like, I have a lot of bell bottoms. Most of my bottoms of my pants are flared, so I like 70s and 60s clothing a lot. I like 70s and 60s color patterns a lot. I like that um, orange and brown and, like, pale yellow color combo that they put in a lot of 70s clothing um yeah so I'm kind of all over the place I did a tweet about that I I said I look like a Victorian woman a 90s skater boy and a 70s flower child and I do that's my three I got three looks that's my three my three signature looks but yeah I look different every day and I kind of learned to appreciate clothes and like style because I wore uniforms in middle school for three years I went to a public school but we had to wear khakis and our shirt colors were navy and burgundy and I hated it and so it was like my least favorite times of my life were middle school 
for a plethora of reasons, uh, but that was one of, I, I would dress so obnoxiously on the weekends because of Monday through Friday, I had to look like a dad who is a golfer. Dad going to Dick Sporting Goods, Bass Pro Shop dad, that's what I looked like for three years from the ages of what, when you're in middle school, how old are you? You're like 11 to like 13? Yep, look like a dad heading into Bass Pro Shop, getting you that bait and tackle. Um, so yeah, I was like deprived of individuality for three years. And so after that, I was just like, I'm going to work on my clothes. And it it's taken many different routes, but I like where I'm at fashion wise, even if it is inconsistent. So if you see me one time and I look a certain way, it, that it's a hit or miss chance the next time you see me. I might have different hair colors because I change my bang color all the time. Currently, it's red. Uh, I might stick with this for a while. And then, yeah, la- a couple months ago, it was purple. And I've done blue. I've had most colors of the rainbow in my hair. My favorite hair color was Coraline Blue. I had, My whole head was Coraline Blue. My cousin hooked me up with that. She's a hairstylist. I might do that again one day. It's just a lot of work. <laughs> um... Also, it depends on what job I get in the future now that I'm unemployed. So I hopefully, you know, my plan is to get the job and then dye my hair and then then be like, well, she's already here and she's been great at her job. Like get the job, do really well, make them like me, then come in with crazy hair and they'll be like, mm, well, we don't want to fire her because she's really good. And then I'm they're stuck with Coraline Jones in there. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my next like drastic hair move is I want to go back to that like deep midnight blue it was my favorite um and that's the next question too what's your go-to hairstyle okay so recently because of a girl on tiktok there's this fashion influencer who I follow on tiktok most of my tiktok is clothes but she does a slick back bun and then she ties a ribbon in it it's giving very violet, I call it my Violet Baudelaire hairstyle if you've read Series of Unfortunate Events. If you haven't, the girl in that book, she's an inventor and every time she gets an idea to make something, she takes a ribbon out of her pocket and she ties her hair up. So for the past like two weeks, I've been wearing my hair in a slick back bun and I'll do my little edges on the side, do my little doodly-doos and then... Uh, I tie a ribbon in it. My grandma gave me some ribbons because my grandma has everything you could ever imagine as far as like crafts and things go. And she was like, yeah, I'm not using these. So that's my go-to hairstyle as of right now. But if you talk to me in like a couple weeks again, I change my look every 24 hours. So could look different. Uh, Next question is how many siblings do you have? I have, I am one of five. I was raised with two of them. Uh, so there's my brother who's Taylor. He's the oldest. He's like 31, 32. Um, then there's Tiffany and then there's Corey. Then there's Samantha and then there's me. Um, so Sam and I have a four year age difference and then Tiff and I have a six year age difference and then Corey and I have a five year age difference and we are all half siblings except for Tiffany and Samantha. So they have the same mother. So Taylor has his own mom. Tiff and Sam have their own mother. Corey has her own mom. And then I have my own mom. So it's five kids, four baby mamas, one father. We all have the same dad. Uh, and yeah, 
So <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I always say if you gave our family a reality show, they wouldn't need to script anything. We would, it's just chaos. Um, but I love them very much. I was raised with Samantha and Tiffany. Corey and Taylor stayed with their mothers in their respective states. I didn't know Corey existed until I was 12. Fun times. Um, Mac or PC? I've never had a Mac, so I can't answer that question. <laughs> uh, so I guess PC. Uh, what is your go-to fast food order? Oh, my God. Okay. So, hold on. Let me pull up a list of fast food restaurants, and I'll just tell you what I get when I go there. Uh, popular fast food restaurants. Period. Okay. Give me the logos. Because I need, thank you. Period. Okay, McDonald's. 10-piece nugget meal uh, with, if they have the buffalo sauce, then buffalo sauce. But if they do not, then uh, I'll just get ranch and a Sprite. Because McDonald's Sprite is superior. Um, Taco Bell. Depends on my mood, but usually I get two cheesy bean and rice burritos with no jalapeno sauce. Because they put too much fucking sauce on that. Um... With a medium Baja Blast and a side of nachos and cheese. And then if I'm feeling extra, I'll switch out the burritos and get a crunch wrap. But I replaced the meat with black beans because I don't eat red meat. I eat every other kind of meat, but I don't eat red meat. And I haven't eaten it for three years, you guys. That's the longest commitment I've ever made to myself. I haven't had a hamburger in three years and it's been treacherous, but it's good for my insides. Um... Subway, I like just a turkey and Swiss, same for like Jimmy John's and stuff, um, with lettuce and mayo and Parmesan cheese. And, uh, do I get pickles? Sometimes, depending on my mood. Uh, Chipotle, okay, Chipotle, just had it today. I get a bowl, white rice, uh, no beans, chicken, corn, cheese, side of queso, chips and then if i get a drink from there i get that mango agua fresca thing uh what are there why are they giving me such weird starbucks over that's not really a food i mean it kind of is but it's a drink um i get a venti strawberry acai refresher with no dried strawberries and then if i need actual sugar to wake me up i will get that cookies is it cookies and cream something frappe Cookie swirl something for the one that just straight up looks like a milkshake. I'll get that, but I'll get it with um, a different kind of milk because I am lactose intolerant, but that doesn't stop me from getting cheese. Um, I think I said all the like major ones. Yeah. And then everywhere else I can just kind of finesse and eat whatever. <laughs> Ew, why'd they put Arby's on this list? I get it. Ar Who is keeping Arby's open? If it's you, please let me know because... God, Arby's is like, it's not good. Like, the only thing good from Arby's is the fries, and it's just because the shape is different. Ooh, that's a lie. I do like their mozzarella sticks, and I just said I was lactose intolerant. I, I'm an irresponsible lactose intolerant person. I will eat cheese, and I will be in pain, but I don't care. <laughs> Life is too short to be lactose intolerant. I say it all the time. Ooh, this is a fun question. What are your Spotify... Like, show us your favorite songs on Spotify. Let me get my phone. Oh, it's still on the floor from when it fell in the beginning. Great. Love that for me. 
Okay. Logging into my Spotify. Jesus. Oh, I was like, what is this? I was listening to The Dollop, which is one of my favorite history podcasts. I love that show. If they ever want to be on this show, would love to do a dollop crime traveling crossover. That would be litty. Uh, okay. So my liked songs. Um, right now, I'm, I, okay. I love Don Tolivar so much. I like that song After Party by him a lot. I like Cardigan by him. Um, I'm trying to just scroll through my list and say like ones that... Oh, Charlie XEX. She has a new song with Tiesto that's called Hot In It. And I re- I'm a fan. Um... I finally found a Taylor Swift song I like. Not that I don't think... I love Taylor Swift as an artist. Um, Again, to go back to that thing, just because I don't like it doesn't mean I hate it. It's just, it's not my preferred method of listening. If you love Taylor... I have so many friends who are like ride or die Taylor Swifties. And that's great for you. I love that. Message in a Bottle, though, hits. That song, Taylor, hits. Um, Mystery Lady by Masigo and Don Tolivar. Again, only found that song because of Don Tolivar. Um, I love Queen Herbie, Trophy Girl by Queen Herbie, Who Is She, Sleepwalker, Mission, all good Queen Herbie songs. Um, I like electro swing music, if you've never heard of that, it's like 1920s, 1930s swing music. Think of like The Great Gatsby, but it's, they add like beats to it, so it's electronic, electro swing. (laughs) There's one called Fooling by odd chap that i listen to a lot i have a whole playlist for electro swing and it's great to exercise too because it's really up and it's also i just like the vintage sound of like trumpets and things like that i like vintagey sounding music so i have a whole electro swing playlist if you uh, need it hit me up um there is a song called weller man it is a sea shanty by nathan evans it's a pirate song and i found it on tiktok And I sent it to my friend, and I was like, why does this kind of slap, bro? And she sent me this whole thing about, like, sea shanties. I didn't know that was a genre of music people were into, and so now I'm obsessed. Uh, I love Charlie Puth with all my heart and soul. I would like him to be my future husband if he is up for it. He has a song called Cheating on You that I love, and then his new song with um, the dude from freaking BTS I like left and right i think it's called yeah like that a lot uh there is a composer called i'm gonna say his name wrong joette beving uh the album let me pull up the album that album is called can you operate spotify view album thank you the album is called soul 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 solipsism it's spelled S-O-L-I-P-S-I-S-M. And it came out in 2015. And this is the music I write to. I just put on this album. And I put it on repeat. And there's a song on there called... Um, where is it? Z- Zootrope. That I love with all of my heart. It's a piano instrumental. It's The whole album is piano. It's just him playing the piano. And it's I love isolated piano. 
the opening of Nightmare Alley and the end of it, uh, that movie, they have a solo piano that plays. And I think solo piano without any kind of backing is highly underutilized in film. I think I said that in the Nightmare Alley review. Um, yeah, I could honestly talk about music all day, but I'm not going to bore you with that. <laughs> um, what other songs have I been listening to? As far as podcasts go, I really like All Killer No Filler. They're hilarious. Kiri and uh, Rachel make me cry laugh. Um, Brittany Broski and Sarah Showers podcast, Violating Community Guidelines. They talk about like weird internet stuff. So they talk about like furries and uh, like LinkedIn scams and fan fiction and like ASMR and stuff. And I just think those two are so talented. So. They're really fun to listen to. Uh, the Dollop, I just started binging. My favorite episode so far is uh, episode 372, America's First Ghost. It's really, really funny. And uh, another one is about, I can't find the number, but it's uh, it's called The Lobotomy, if you want to search it. And it's their episode on how lobotomies got started. And it's terrifying, but they make it very interesting to listen to. Okay, I will get off of my music. Oh, and I like Megan the Stallion. That's all that you need to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I love music. Music's ingrained in me. I have a trouble cleft tattooed on my hand. Uh, that was my first tattoo I ever got when I was 18. And again, with my dad, he was like, what do you want for your birthday? And I said, a tattoo. And he said, and I showed him what I wanted I said I want a treble clef on my hand and he said okay and he didn't think I was actually gonna do it and so he gave me like my birthday present was the tattoo and I said I'm gonna go get it and he said okay sure you are and I came back with a tattoo and he was like oh you actually did it wow because I guess he didn't think I was going to hurt real bad it's the shortest tattoo I've ever had it took three minutes and it was the most painful out of all the ones I have I have four I have two on my right arm I have a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas slash Sinisterhood tattoo on my right arm. Below that, I have a uh, ink bottle and quill. And then on my right, nope, left arm, I have a heart with a flower and a hand coming out of it. Uh, and those three did not hurt nearly as bad. And they took double the amount of time that my treble cleft did. But yeah, I love music with all of my heart and soul. Um... These are like the fun questions. Who, what, would you have survived in the Hunger Games? Absolutely not. I would have uh, immediately. So from what I'm aware, because I haven't read the books, but I had friends who were obsessed with the books in school when they came out when I was in like middle school or whatever. It was around when the first, not the books, but when the first movie came out. Uh, I had friends who told me, because I was like, what if you try to get ahead? Because I like to poke holes in things just because I think it's fun. And they were explaining to me, like, you all start on these little podium things that, like, shoot you up into the arena, and then they do a countdown, and then you all run to the middle. You're not supposed to run to the middle, according to PETA, but whatever. Uh, and so I was like, what happens if you step off the thing too early? Like, what if you try to get a head start? And they were like, if you step off of it early, you they, like, explode you. Like, you die. There's, like, explosives around it. I was like, oh, that's terrifying. I would have probably done that, but on purpose. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to fight nobody. I mean, Rue and I are pretty similar in stature. The the girl in the first one. And this is solely based off the movies. Because I, I read the first book, like, once. But I vaguely remember it. Um, uh, I mean, if I really said I had to fight, like, 
I would have been, who were those people in the second movie? Those two who were like cracked out on drugs and all they, they were like good at disguising themselves. I would have done that. I just would have hid the whole time. Cause I can go for a long time without having to pee. But, uh, <laughs> I, well, that's the other thing too. I don't get about that movie is how did PETA have whole time? That part where he's like literally in the rock, like they painted, he painted himself as a rock. How did he have time to do that? And nobody saw him like that would have taken forever. Cause I know his skill was like, he makes bread, but he also was like a cake decorator in his bakery. So that's why he was able to do that. I was like, you look like a foolish man right now, but whatever. Uh, I mean, I guess if I had to pick a weapon, a bow and arrow, but I don't know if I'm strong enough for that. I, cause like, I don't want to be close to you to have to hit you with something. I want to be able to get you from far away. I don't want it to be personal or I just would have like hidden trees, I guess, maybe climb trees and like cut those wasp nests down on people. Cause Katniss took out, well, a, that group of like five people, but only one of them died with those like what are they called like track tracker jackets tracker jackers i think they're called apple jacks so yeah i'm i what i just would i would have killed myself <laughs> to be quite honest i'm not trying to fight nobody i'm really not and also if you live through it that's trauma so like i'm not trying to live and then if i live through it I'm going to have to get picked again to do that quarter quell thing. Cause that's what the whole second movie's about. It was like they picked from previous people. So like with my luck, I get picked again or I'd be the only girl that's won from my district and I'd have to go. So yeah, I'm not trying to do that. That's too much work. How about no, I would step off the thing and I would kill myself or I would like sacrifice myself for the team. I would get in a team and then I would sacrifice myself. Uh, <laughs> what was your dream job as a kid my earliest memories of being like I want to do that thing is and I didn't know it was a job until a little bit later but I I basically remember being like whatever this is I want to do it it was an actor because I would we had a whole bunch of Disney movie VHS tapes my favorite being the jungle book and I, I, this is one of the only memories I have from being a kid because my memory's horrible. If you ask me to remember anything from like 10 and under, it's not even like 12, like the, unless it's like a big event like that when I puked on myself when I was 12 that I told you about, I'm not going to remember it. Like if you're like, what was your 11th birthday? Like, I don't know. There was probably pizza. I don't, I really don't remember anything from like, I, my memories for me start at like 15, 16. Um, is that an issue? I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but, um, uh, the only vivid, me one of the only vivid memories I have from being very, very little is reciting movies. Like I would put on the jungle book and I would be like, I'm going to be Mowgli this time. And I would just say the lines with him. And I remember being like, that looks fun. I want to do that. And I, I said that more with, when movies had real people in it and it wasn't cartoons. But I think when I was a kid, I was just like, I want to be a cartoon. Uh, and like, I liked Alice in Wonderland. I would be Alice all the time and recite her lines and things like that. And I would just sit in front of the TV and like act out movies with the movie. It's like when they do Rocky Horror and they put the movie up on the screen and they have the actors in front of it on stage. I've been to a couple of those. Those are fun. Uh yeah, so 
I think actor. And then if we're talking a little older, when I was about nine, I was like, I want to be an author. So a writer. So I'm doing one of those things now. (laughs) I don't get paid for it, but hopefully one day. But yeah, actor and writer were the two jobs that I remember being like, hell yeah, let's do it. This is fun. And for people who know me, you will know how fun this is. Who is your celebrity crush? Okay, I have husbands. So my ride or die is Leonardo DiCaprio. I realize I'm about to age out of his age bracket that he dates. I think he only dates up to like 25 years old. So I got a couple years. I have a whole plan about how I'm going to... Because I know I'm not the one, you know? I know I'm not his one. But I could be a part of his puzzle just for like a little bit and I have a whole plot of how I'm gonna like I'm gonna be with him for a little bit but also I'm gonna benefit uh monetarily off of that situation if you would like to know what my plan is (laughs) I will tell you not on the podcast though because I don't want him to listen like he would ever listen to this but for some crazy reason I can't put that out into the universe, but you know, hit me up if you want to hear my plan. But Leo is my first, uh, my one, not my one and only, but he is my ride or die. And then recently I added to the husband's list, Sebastian Stan. I think I watched him in this movie called Fresh and I was like, "Mm." and he wore this really cute, cute. It was really cool. This bright hot pink suit to the Met Gala this year and I was like okay he kind of spicy or whatever so I like him so it's Leo Sebastian Stan Tom not Holland other Tom Tom Hiddleston the guy who plays Loki I think he's really cool he's the closest thing I would ever get to having Victor from the corpse bride in my life but he has a wife uh and uh she's pregnant they're gonna have a baby so that's super cool so he's off the list but I can still dream uh, earlier I told you Charlie Puth is my dude. I love him. And then, um, who's my other? Oh, Paul Holes. Yeah. But Paul Holes is my husband. He's my boyfriend. There's a difference. Uh, <laughs> yes, the investigate. Hot for Holes. Paul Holes is who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. So those are my celebrity crushes. And I get new ones every time I watch a movie. So I pick a new guy every time I see a thing. So, cause like when I watched Nightmare Alley, I was like, Bradley Cooper kind of, he kind of, he kind of doing something. I don't know. Uh, And then I like, like, when I watched Bates Motel, when that show was on, I really liked Freddie Highmore. And uh, so it's kind of just like whatever I'm watching. But the five I listed are my, like, ride or dies every day. I will simp for them. But, you know, I pick up new little crushes every time I watch a movie. What's the last thing you texted on your phone? Okay, that's fun. Or the, I guess the last text I received on my phone. Let's go. Okay. Okay, last, it was my friend Katie. And she just got a tattoo. It's beautiful. It's like a flower. It, it's for her children. And um, uh, she said to me, uh, it's also helpful because it's more ways to identify her if she ever goes missing because that's how we think. And then my response was, also, cannibals don't like people with tattoos, so you're safe from being eaten. So, if you've ever wondered, I've ever found my people. Yes, I have. That's how I talk with most of my friends. 
So if you ever enter into a friendship with me, I'm sorry, but uh, also welcome to the shit show. <laughs> um, hi, Katie. I love you. Uh, this is interesting. It says, what's something you wish people knew about you? Um, I'm pretty open. I'm an open book. Honestly, if you ask me about anything, and that's like a new thing in my life in the past, like two years, I would say I've been an open book before that. I didn't tell anybody anything. Uh, oh, here's something. If you see me in public at like a party or not a party I don't really go to parties but like at a social thing like out in the world I'm not mean I promise my face is very and I'm gonna blame my dad for this because tribbles have just the we have just resting bitch face all the time and it's just this is just how my face looks when I'm not talking like when I talk my face is very animated and you can't see that right now but I'm smiling um but when I'm just chilling or I'm sitting or I'm just walking, I look mad. And so growing up and in school and stuff, people would constantly come up to me and be like, what's wrong? Are you mad? Are you sad? What's wrong? And after like the fourth time somebody coming up to you and asking you that, you're like, well, now I, there is something wrong. I'm annoyed because you keep asking me and I'm just trying to chill. It's just what my face looks like. I'm not a mean person. I'm not a bitchy person. Whenever I'm in social outings with people, I always get nervous because I don't talk much when I first meet people or I go to like a party or something. If very, if a friend somehow convinces me to go, I I like to sit and observe and listen and I'll jump in the conversation when I when I can offer something. And it also just takes me a minute to warm up to new people. And uh, so uh, I like to suss out how like how like it how uh how comfortable can I be with this person? Uh, so once I'm comfortable, I'll talk forever about anything you want. But uh, yeah, so when you first, I just wish people knew that I'm not mean. I'm not a bitch. And I also am dressed quite, I overdress for most events because I just take any excuse to wear a pretty dress or wear a full ensemble, even if it's to go to the grocery store. So I feel like even though I'm super tiny, people, because I've had, People who have been friends with me before tell me, like, I thought I was kind of intimate, which is crazy when I've had people say this to me. They're like, I was intimidated by you because you just, you dress, uh, you like, you dress a certain way and you, you, you sit and you just kind of look and stare. And, and I do, because, and it's not, I'm not trying to be mean. I think it comes across as me being like, I'm too good to talk to everybody in this room. That's really not at all what it is. That's what my face looks like. But in my head, I'm stressing. I'm like, do people think I'm weird? Uh, should I talk now? What if I don't talk? Or Because it's this whole circle thing that happens where I'm like, okay, let me not talk because I don't know these people that well. So let me just like feel out the situation. But then I get stressed out that I'm not talking because I'm like, okay, they're going to think I'm weird and I'm rude. So then I try to talk and then I fumble the conversation and then I go back to not talking because I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I just said something and I embarrassed myself. And then it's this whole endless loop of like not talking and stressing out because people are going to think I'm rude. And then I try to talk and I say something that I thought was weird, but they thought was funny. It's a whole thing. So, yeah, I wish people just knew I'm nice. I just want to fit in, not fit in, like stereotypically fit in, but just I, I just want to like 
be a part of the group and like i i want to talk to you so if you ever see me in public i'm like just say hi <laughs> i'm not mean i'm nice i promise <laughs> i'm just a little uh, very awkward and uh but i if you take the time to get to know me i'm very chill and uh sarcastic and you know uh my friend derek who uh my old work buddy but we're now just I guess regular besties because we don't work together anymore uh we clown each other all the time but when I first met him I was super intimidated by him and I was like oh he's so accomplished and you know I have to hold myself in a certain way and you know he made like a joke and I was like oh okay so that's how we're, we're doing things okay cool and then from that point on I was like okay this is the level that I'm set with this person. And now we just make fun of each other all the time. Uh, so, yeah. I just wish people knew I, I'm nice. You can approach me. It's cool. I'm not. I don't think I'm too good for anybody. In fact, I don't think I'm enough most of the time. <laughs> and then we'll end it with this question. Uh, what is on your bucket list? I have a lot of things on my bucket list. I realized I'm one of those people that has like a million ideas for creative project I have about four different projects in my head that I want to do but I realize like it's just me like I'm the only one that's going to be able to do it I don't have like a crew or a partner or anything to help me so I have to just pick one and then complete it to the end and then do the next thing because I can't have my foot in all of these doors all at once or else I will go insane because again it's just me um but bucket list, uh, I would like to write a book. I think that would be super cool. I like to, I'm, I basically live at Barnes and Nobles. If you didn't know that about me, I'm always at Barnes and Nobles. Uh, I, I just got one, a book the other day, The Expendable Man. I'm currently reading it. It's pretty good. I bought it because it was on sale. I've never heard of it and it's, I'm liking it so far. Uh, but I would love to like, uh, to go in a Barnes and Nobles and like be able to go up to like a shelf and be like that's mine that would be so cool and to be able to just hold a book and be like this is like I wrote this would be dope as hell um and I think the process of just writing a book would be super cool I don't know what the genre would be but or even if it would be not because I'm mainly stick to nonfiction, but I'm trying to venture into fiction fiction is just hard it's hard <laughs> um but it's not impossible because I've done it before. Uh, so you really just have to, like writing something you just have to do every day, even if it's just a little bit. You got to, it's a muscle. You got to work it. Um, but yeah, I would love to write a book. I would love to do stand up. Um, I would love to act in a movie or on a TV show or both. Um, I would love to be on SNL. I know that's a big ask considering I don't do impressions and that's basically what you have to do to get on that show. But, you know, I would love to do this podcast live. Duh. I would love to do a live show with this podcast one day. That would be dope. Um, I was going to say I would love to have merch on this show but I already have merch so I can cross that off I have stickers uh, if you would like to get your own sticker go to crimetraveling.wordpress.com and I will link it in the description <laughs> um what else um 
Maybe like a dumb. This isn't dumb. Nothing on your bucket list is dumb. It's just some of them are more frivolous and less work than others. Um, I would love to have coffee with Stephen King. I would love to have coffee with him. Um, and just like talk. Like, like at a Starbucks. <laughs> um, just talk about writing and literature and everything. I follow him on Twitter. He's great on Twitter. He'd be going off on people, like political people, and I love it. He, we stand Stephen King on this podcast. Um, I would like to be on a talk show. Like be like Stephen Colbert show or like Trevor Noah show. Or like I know Conan's not on anymore, but I would have loved to be on Conan. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, just I have most of my bucket list things involve entertainment in some way, but it sucks because I live in Florida <laughs> and I don't live in a state that like, you know, has vast amounts of talent agents and like uh, can like, I don't know. You can do anything in any state. It doesn't matter. It's just a little harder when you live in a state that's like mainly a tourist place because you kind of only get limited to working at theme parks, which is fine. It's a good way to start. Everybody has to start. Um, I have an audition for a theme park very soon. But, you know, I would just, yeah, I don't know. I just, things that I want to, I'm realizing like, a lot of the things I wanted to do as a child, I kind of just, like, brushed to the side because I was like, eh, that's not possible. But, like, you know, who's who's to say? I could be in a movie one day. I could be in a TV show one day if I really worked hard at it. I could be on SNL. I could have a stand-up special. I could have a book. The book thing is at the top of my list. And it's the book and stand-up are probably out of everything I said the most attainable. Everything else is just kind of like a wish that I have. Um, and that's why it's called a bucket list. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, those are just a couple. I have a bunch of other things that I would love to do, but they're not important. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, thank you so much for joining me for this Q&A. I... I you know, sometimes when you're sucked into murder and everything, occasionally you just want to do something chill and not sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I also just wanted to say thank you for everybody who's new to listening. I've seen, I don't check my numbers often because I don't like to get too caught up in numbers and things like that. So I check, I only try to check it like once a month, but I did check it recently when I went to go upload the episode and there's a lot of you who are new and I don't know you. So hello. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for stopping by. I hope you love it here. Uh, I'm going to do a new episode on Friday because I am unemployed. So I have time. <laughs> I usually do it every other week, but right now I have a lot of time on my hands until hopefully this possible theme park job works out. Pray for me. Um, but yeah, so... If you would like to follow the show, uh, you can go over to Instagram. That's where I'm the most active at. It's a nope. At Crime Traveling Podcast on Instagram. There we go. And I'm on Facebook too. I really just only post about like when episodes get posted over there. But I'm super active on the Instagram stories. I try to post memes and ask you guys questions. Fun little questions. I try to have fun. I like interacting with you guys. It's super cool. Because the thing about podcasting is is like. When you perform live on a stage, 
the like you can go out and talk to audience members after it and be like thank you in person but the problem with doing a podcast is just my voice and it's over the internet so uh, i can't personally thank all of you but um i do tend to thank you guys a lot and i will never stop doing that so yeah uh and then if you want to follow me it's at it's victoria trouble on instagram i'm on twitter at short and spooky gal uh and then you can check out my writing would love for you to check out my writing hopefully gonna post something soon on the blog but it's uh crimetraveling.wordpress.com and then if you go up to the top and click blog then it'll bring you to all my writing and i'll also link everything i'm saying in the description of this episode so you can just click on a link um if you would like to become a patreon of this podcast and support the show i got two tiers i got a three dollar tier and a ten dollar tier three dollar tier is general support ten dollar tier is what is it oh it's a shout out on the show (laughs) yeah you get a shout out um if you have a business i'd be happy to like shout that out if you're an artist i'd be happy to shout that out too um or if you just want your name said on the podcast be happy to do that as well uh so yeah you can head over to patreon that'll be linked below as well what else uh planning a guest to come on soon i have a guest for august that i'm super excited about um i'm reaching out to other potential guests so trying to get all my guests in order so expect some of that in the future next week will just be me doing another case uh um do i want to tell you what it's about no i'll keep it a secret (laughs) um and then if you would like to get your very own crime traveling sticker, I have two. I have one of the logo and one of that says same shit, different clothes. Uh, each of them are $4. You can head over to crimetraveling.wordpress.com. Go to the top, click stickers, and you can pay through PayPal. And each one comes with an individual message from me. Uh, I, I do personalize each of the handwritten letters. Uh, that is confirmed. Not every letter is the same. And yeah, just it's a three by three circle sticker. I have one on my laptop right now. So they're great for that. They're great for water bottles. You can put them on a notebook. You can put them anywhere. You can stick them on your forehead. Um, And I'll link that below as well. Thank you to everybody who's gotten stickers so far. It's been super fun getting to to send you some snail mail. And it's crazy that this podcast has merch now. I didn't ever think I would get this far. But look at us now, everybody on the crime machine together. Uh, what else? I I should have like write down my outro because I know I'm always gonna forget something. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, so thank you so much for checking out this episode. Have a wonderful day, evening, or night whenever you're listening to this, and I will see you next crime. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.